So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Allison Kaczkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care podcast. I am your host. I am thrilled that you're here to join me. This is a place where we talk about all things self-care. That goes for fitness. It goes for health. It goes for self-care, travel, leisure, and anything in between. So this is your space as well as my space. So I'm happy that you're here joining me um, for this episode. So today, what I'm going to be talking about is this is the fourth in a series that I've done since the beginning of June. Now, last week I did not talk about, I did not do this edition because it was our 100th edition, 100 episode, and I wanted to do a special episode for that. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to episodes 97, 98, and 99. Uh, today is episode 101. So there was, like I said, that little bit of a break from last week. And so what I'm talking about today is the fourth in the series. These are the four main motivators as to why we pursue fitness and self-care programs. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, yeah, that's all well and good, Allison. I know why I do things. I don't really need a podcast to to hear me, to, to talk to me about that. But here's why I wanted to do this series. There are so many reasons why we say, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm choosing to do this particular program. This is why I'm choosing to go after this particular strategy. And we do that because we have an end goal in mind. You know, there's something that we want, that we desire, okay, that we're actually not getting by not doing it. And the reason why I want to do this series is, is to show you that just because we say this is what we want, sometimes it doesn't always line up with the, with the strategy and the things that we're actually doing. So sometimes it's just a matter of really getting clear on what our desired outcome is and what's going to be some of the best thought patterns to get us there. And number two, some of the best actual strategies are going to help us actually achieve that desired outcome. Okay. So in episode 97, I talked about what does it mean to look better? 
And the reason I did this is I hear so many people say, well, I want to, you know, lose weight. I want to look better in the mirror. I want to tone up. That's probably my favorite expression, even though there's no such thing as toning up. Really what we're saying is, is we want more definition. Okay. Then episode 98, it was about feel better. Um, because honestly, this is probably, if we're all honest, one of the main reasons why we do it. Even if we think we also want to lose weight, even if we all also think that we want to look better in the mirror or we want the results to show on the scale or whatever, maybe we're working for a certain goal, but we really do want to feel better. Otherwise, why are we going to put ourselves through it? You know, we can maybe not like it while we do it, but we love the way we feel when it's done. Okay. So that was episode 98. Episode 99 was this whole picture of living longer. What does that look like? And I talked about some of the most recent trends in um, exercise and fitness and self-care and nutrition and all the different eating plans that are out there and really what's behind what it means to live longer. I talked about a lot of where the trends are going in fitness. So if you're kind of a data junkie or you like you're interested in what trends are in terms of say your particular age group or your particular demographic or, you know, from just certain types of behaviors that you do on a regular basis, you definitely want to go back and check that one out. And then today, what I'm going to do is sort of tie it all together. And what does it actually mean to function better? What does that actually mean? And what does that act? What is actually, what does that actually entail? In other words, okay. So, and like I said, this is the fourth in the series of four. So this is the last one. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that I gave you a little bit of background on what we've already talked about that's led us up to this point. So you definitely want to go back and check those episodes out. But honestly, most of us, and I'll just start off what I'm going to share with you today, because I've got four, four sort of targeted thoughts around this concept of function better, um, that hopefully maybe it'll resonate with you. But, you know, I just want to throw something out there before we begin, um, because, you know, for those of you that know me know that I'm pretty honest and direct and to the point, sometimes probably painfully blunt. But I do that for a couple different reasons. One is, is that I always want you to know where I stand. I always want you to know where I am on something. OK. And the second reason is I don't think we do ourselves any favors by not being direct with one another. OK. Um, especially after what we've been through over the last year or 16 months or so. It's really important that we be direct and honest and upfront and straightforward with one another. Okay. You know, that way we, there is no mystery about where we stand, about where we are. You know, we might not like it. We might not always agree, but I really do think that we are not helping each other when we're not honest with each other. So that's one of the reasons why I'm, I like, I always try to be extremely direct. I just never want there to be any confusion. I'm a teacher at heart. It's really important to me that I that I do that for you because I really believe that's part of my mission on this planet is not only to share the gift of a fit life with 1,000, 1 million souls strong, and you all are part of that, but I also always want you to walk away from my show with at least one thing that you can go ahead and start using and implementing, and I can't do that for you if I'm not direct and honest, Okay. So some of what I'm going to share is probably going to be a little on the blunt side, but I really don't apologize for that because that's really just who I am. Most of us, if we're really being honest, we don't live to work out. Most of us don't live for fitness, okay? Even if you're a fitness junkie, even if you do it for a living like me, or even if you're in the space in some other form, in our space and in, in general, the health and fitness space in general, you know, 
most of us don't really live to go to the gym, especially if we're like, say, an early morning person, or maybe you work out after work or at the end of your day. And some days, honestly, you just don't want to go. It's just not your thing. You're not feeling the love. It's just not what you want to do. But you do it because you want a desired outcome. And it might be one of the things that I've already talked about in these past three episodes. But I really do think at the end of the day, did the best tie it all up, whether it's look better, feel better, live longer, I really do think for 99% of us, if we're honest, is that we want to function better overall in general with our life, with our careers, with our families, with our relationships, with our goals, with everything that we want to do in life, we want to function better. And the statistics overwhelmingly favor following a healthy and fit lifestyle to some degree, whatever that looks like for you. Because remember, there's not really a perfect way to do it. Okay. That's the other thing that I just want to make sure I'm always very clear about is that the way that the best plan that works is the one that works for you that you're actually going to stick to. Now, does that mean you can eat Twinkies and candy and have unlimited cocktails and just never enter the door of a gym? No, that's not what it means. And you might be sitting there thinking, well, if that's what works for me, that's what I want to do. Well, you're right. But on the other hand, you know, after a while, all of these things will catch up with our bodies. So we want to pursue, okay, the healthy and fit lifestyle that works for us because we want to function better in some way, shape or form. That's really, I think, at the crux of all of this, you know, for, for everyone, male, female, whatever, you know, no matter what age you are, I really do think that this here today, this is really a summary of why we do all this. Okay. So, you know, it's like I told you back in episode 98. I mean, most of us probably will admit that we enjoy the way we feel when we're done, whether we feel like we've relieved stress, whether we feel like the tension that we feel is, is alleviated in some way. Maybe it helps us sleep better. Maybe it helps us just, you know, deal with things in our day-to-day life better, but we do it because we, we like the way it makes us feel afterward. Okay. You know, I really do think between that and overall that in, in and of itself, I believe functions to, into a degree and helping us function better in general in life. Okay. So, you know, this is really what I'm getting at today. And, you know, the big payoff at the end of the day for all of us is, is that we can do our everyday life better. Okay. Um, I really do think no matter what our goal is, that ultimately at the end of the day, that's really what we all want. Okay. But here's the thing is that nothing is really going to work unless we have a purpose in mind, a purpose in mind, because function equals purpose. Okay. Otherwise, why bother? You know, we're not just going to randomly pick things out to do in the gym or, you know, to do in our day-to-day life um, just because it's the cool thing to do. You know, we have a purpose for why we're doing it. And we do it because because of that purpose. So function equals purpose and function is purpose. You hear me say that a lot. And before I give you these four thoughts, I just want to summarize why this fits in so well with helping us function better. Now, many people assume when I say that, that I'm talking about functional fitness. Okay. Now there is some truth to that because functional fitness is workouts and activity that uses the seven basic moves that we do every day in life. Okay. Now I'm not going to go into all seven of those on this podcast, 
but I have talked about this before. So if you follow me regularly and you're a follower of our show, you've heard me talk about what those seven basic moves are. So I'll just list them right here for you as a basic review. There's squat, lunge, push, pull, twist, hinge, and walk. These are things, no matter what we do in everyday life, no matter where we are in our stage of life, we're doing these seven basic exercises somehow. So it would stand to reason that for functional fitness, if you want to achieve functional fitness, let's say you're not really a gym rat. You've never been a gym rat. You don't really see yourself being a gym rat. Maybe you're one of these people that just doesn't like to work out at all. You have to kind of be dragged to the gym. You know, you know, you have to have a coach or somebody there waiting for you because you know you need the accountability. I, look, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. That's part of what we do here at CU Fitness um, with all of our clients. But here's the thing, though, is that when we work these exercises in, it simply makes our everyday life better. It makes our everyday life go smoother. Um, we're able to do the things that that occupy our time the most better. Okay. And we're able to just overall do life better, okay? And this is one of the cornerstones of what we teach because so many people, I really don't believe, have much of an idea of what to do or where to start. And this is always a good starting point, no matter where you are in your fitness journey, okay? So those seven functional moves are always a good place to start and are really at the cornerstone of all of the workouts and all the classes and all the programs that we teach here. So... Um, so you've got to have that purpose tied in. And that's what makes functional fitness in general work for so many people and why we follow that to the letter here with all of our programs. Um, so let me just give you these four basic points. You know, first of all, the first point is, is that, you know, function, when you function better, it gives you direction. And think about what that looks like in terms of, you know, your everyday life and everything that you're doing. Function is purpose. Function always follows form. Think about that for a minute, okay? So if you're somebody, say, for example, that struggles with, you know, knee pain or back pain or hip pain, or maybe you just have aches and pains in general, okay? You know, how you go about doing your life, okay, it's always going to show up in those places first. So let's say, for example, that you're, you've got, uh, you're having, you have a stressful relationship in your family somewhere, or maybe you're, you know, dealing with a conflict somehow, whether it's in your family or with work or with somebody else, somebody that, you know, maybe it's a friend. Okay. And anytime that we feel conflicted or stressed in our lives, all of that stress and tension shows up in our body in some way. It just does. Okay. Because we are, we are basically made of energy molecules. Okay. And, you know, I don't want to get into a science lesson, but in general, every stress that we manifest in our life, whether it's, you know, a conflict that we're working out with somebody, or maybe it's a, a stressful relationship with our spouse or with one of our adult kids, or one of our, one of, one of your kids' spouses or somebody that you know, or whatever. Okay. Every day it's, we have, we all have potential to have that happen, but here's the thing, because we Stress, keep in mind, is, our, is the way we react to something that is stressful, okay? So if for, for whatever reason, that's a conflict, a conflict that, you're, that you're struggling with in some way, that stress is going to show up in your body. Well, the first place you're going to feel it are the places in your body where you're the weakest. So if you struggle with joint pain, if you struggle with back pain, if 
you know, you know that you have certain aches and pains, that's obviously going to be the first place that you feel it because your body senses that that's the weakest area. Okay. So this is another reason why we stress starting with the functional moves, because it helps us do our life better. It helps our body become stronger, particularly in those weaker areas. Okay. And if we're weak, And we struggle with doing a certain exercise or two, like if you have bad knees, you might struggle with squats. If you have back pain, you might struggle with squats. If you have shaky ankles or whatever, you might struggle with lunges. If you have bad balance, you might struggle with both, et cetera, et cetera. So if we struggle with those things, then that's where when we're under stress or conflict or we're not feeling good, that's usually where we're going to notice it. So it would stand to reason that when we tend to work with you know, the basic moves that we're already doing every day, and we focus on form and technique, okay, then, and we get better at that, even with the baby steps, okay, that our function becomes better because we're able to execute it better. And that overall is going to affect our general purpose. So function is purpose, but function always follows form. So keep that in mind, okay? So here's the other thing, the other piece to this is, When I say it gives you a direction, it helps you really define why you're doing it and what is it that you really desire. So you're not ever going to go into a workout program blind, I would think. You're not just going to jump on a bike and say, I'm just going to see what happens or just join a gym and show up one day and start throwing some weights around and you don't have any idea what you're doing. I don't really think that that's what you do. And I don't think that's really what you want to do. Okay. But if you define what it is that you really want, okay, and you get really clear on what that purpose is, okay, then that it's going to help you execute the direction that you want to go a lot better, okay? So that's what I really mean by function as purpose, okay? And how all that ties in with just basic functional fitness and functional strength training, which is really mostly what we teach in all different formats, okay? All different forms, all different levels. So that's point number one is that it gives you a direction. Point number two is pretty basic, but I want to go back and review it. And this is just better health in general, okay? Let's let's review what that looks like for a minute, the physical health benefits, okay, of being regularly active. Now, obviously, these are probably things you already know. You're going to feel better, duh, right? You're going to have more energy. It's going to decrease your risk of getting sick, most likely. It's going to decrease your risk of getting hurt. It's going to help strengthen your bones and your joints. It's going to help you become stronger, okay? Anytime you do resistance training, the result is, at least the result that I hope you desire, is that your muscles become stronger. So your muscles are able to sustain greater challenges and greater loads in general, okay? So you know, let's, on the other hand, it strengthens your immune system, which we've been talking about this for quite a while because of the COVID pandemic. Um, But we've always known that being active is always indicative. uh, It's always a great way to help strengthen your immune system. Because remember what I said, your immune system is like a giant muscle in and of itself. Okay. And so the more that we practice activity and the more active we allow ourselves to be, the more our immune system is going to benefit from that. Okay. You know, I follow a guy in the metabolic space. You've heard me talk about him quite a bit, Dr. Jay Tita. And he says, you know, here's another thing to think about, you know, our bodies are, you know, over 50% water. Okay. And think about what, if you have a cup of water, say that sits on your desk for a while, or maybe it sits on your kitchen counter for a while and it doesn't move, what happens to it? 
what do you think happens to it? It probably becomes cloudy, maybe a little dirty. It starts to acquire a bunch of junk from the air, right? And, you know, it just, it isn't what you want to drink after a while because it's kind of nasty. And a lot of that happens to our bodies when we don't move our bodies. Think about that. When we don't move our bodies regularly or when we sit a lot, then we allow a lot of what's in our bodies to kind of get gross, if you will. Okay. Um, now I don't want to get real graphic here, but, but, you know, part of what movement does for our body is, is that it helps us move a lot of this stuff around so that our bodies can get rid of what's not serving us. Okay. Whether it's toxins, whether it's chemicals, whether it's just in general, getting rid of things that don't help us. Okay. So, and when we're, when we're already made, we already have such a large percentage that's water, then obviously it stands to reason that the more we move our body, the better that we're going to feel, but the better our body is going to get at using that water. Okay. This is why you hear so many experts say how important it is to drink a certain amount of water every day and how, when you don't do that for a day or two, that you can really notice the difference. You, you might sort of feel a little foggy. Maybe you don't feel like you can move as, as swiftly or as cleanly, or maybe you just don't feel as good in general. Okay. And so, you know, having the proper amount of water really makes a difference, but think about what happens at the cellular level, like inside our bodies, when we're not moving on a regular basis, it's like, think of that cup of water that sits on your kitchen counter for three days and what it looks like. Okay. You know, the first thing you're going to want to do is dump it out and get some fresh water to drink. Well, that's basically your, how your body feels and operates as well. Okay. But here's the other thing. And this is something that we're going to see come out a whole lot more over the next couple of years is the relationship between being active and inflammation. Okay. Now, if you are prone to inflammation on a regular basis and people generally speaking, who have a compromised immune system in some way, or whether you suffer from an autoimmune disorder, arthritis, lupus, MS, MD, any of those, okay? Uh, fibromyalgia is one that seems to be out there quite a bit right now. Um, and it's maybe not because it's just now coming to light, but maybe it's because I've talked to so many people recently who have it, okay? And so generally speaking, when we have one of these conditions or several of these conditions, the immune system in our body is already working at a high level. Okay. And so that makes our bodies prone to keeping our inflammatory response high because our body's consistently trying to fight things off. Okay. So, you know, even though on one hand, you just heard me say that being active helps you strengthen your immune system. But if your immune system is consistently working at, on high alert all the time, then the natural reaction to your body is that your, infl your inflammatory markers are going to be really high. So your body's always going to feel like it's under attack. And so what happens, one of the things that we're figuring out about movement and activity in general, and I really think this is going to have such big, big ramifications over the next 10 years or so, especially in people over 50, is that because this is a population that is growing exponentially because people are living longer. Okay. Um, and so what, ha what's going to ha what happens is, is that, you know, with time, the more active we are, okay. Our body learns to regulate that inflammatory response a lot better. So maybe if that's you, maybe your top goal isn't weight loss, even though that, that would be something great if, you know, that's really what, 
you know, maybe that's kind of a side effect, if you will. But maybe for you, it's just about managing all of the stress all the time, the stress that your body's consistently going through. Okay. And so being regularly active, okay, and following a fit life or whatever is that it helps you regulate that inflammatory response better. And so, you know, that can be pretty huge when it comes to helping you function better. Okay. Think about when you're consistently under stress and what that feels like and what that keeps you from doing. And then if you're in a position where your body's able to manage it better, think of what that opens up in terms of possibility for you. Okay. So there's definitely a huge piece that is dedicated to the whole that's good for your health and improves your health and improves your entire health profile. But here's something else to think about. You know, we can know all day long all the reasons why something's good for us. It doesn't always mean that we're going to do it. It doesn't always mean that we're going to stick with it. And it certainly doesn't mean that we're always going to follow through on it. And this is where, again, I'm going to defer to point number one about giving you a direction. And this is where, if that's you, if you're like, yeah, I know all that and I still don't do it. I know it's good for me and I still don't do it. I mean, how many things can we say that about, right? But here's the thing. Consistently revisit what your direction actually is. Because even when, you know, you logically, your logical brain is going to tell you, you know, it's not necessarily going to set off the alarm bells for you. Okay. But being connected to your direction will. It will keep you in the game. And all of that will help you function better because you sort of feel like you're in it to in it to win it, so to speak. So think of it that way. Okay. All right. Point number three is the peace of the peace of mind effect, the calming effect. And, you know, so many people reference the whole feel better, the mental health aspect of this. And this is something that I really think is going to be a huge area of research over the next five years. I mean, there's literally tons of studies being done now examining the effect of being active on, say, depression, on managing depression, managing mood, um, in addition to all of the other things that I've already mentioned, Okay. Um, One of the most exciting areas of research right now is that consistent, regular activity in a workout program and a self-care plan helps with better brain function. This is really going to be a hot area over the next couple of years. And this is why so many people defer to, you know, what they want is to feel better at the end of the day. They like the way they feel after a workout. And that's literally, I'm not making that up. That's literal science at work that science is actually helping to change the way your brain works as a result of working out. This is why people say they feel so much clearer. You know, they have ideas literally drop in when they're, when they're moving around, they'll get an idea about something. Maybe you get stumped on something at work, or maybe you're racking your brain trying to figure out how to handle something. And then one day out of the blue, you're walking or you're doing a workout and then something just comes to you. Okay. And that's really not an accident. That is pure science. That is your brain literally connecting on a much higher level. So there is a lot of truth to that. So, you know, and honestly, for me, you know, I'm a, I'm an early morning person. I've been like that for gosh, several years. I mean, as long as I've been in the fitness industry, really. And I sometimes get my best ideas when I'm working out an idea about an article an idea about a program for a client, an idea about a new promotional strategy, you know, about something I want to add to one of my online programs or whatever. Um, so, you know, it just, it does help your brain. You know, it literally exercises your brain in that aspect. Okay. 
Um, not to mention the peace of mind that you get, the calming effect. And that's really due to um, the neurotransmitters, which are like these little, um, these little chemicals that your brain secretes. They're like little proteins, okay? And when those are actually talking with each other in the right way, then you get a calming effect, okay? It actually, that's why you feel that sense of accomplishment, you know, those endorphins that people refer to them as, and they're actually elevated after a workout. And that always contributes to helping you be in a better mood, helps you feel better. You feel like you can just handle things better. So that peace of mind and calming effect is very real. And then the last point, point number four, is basically this concept of performing better. Now, what does that look like? What I like to refer to this as better control and balance of life in general, okay? Everyday movements, everyday situations, performing better at work, performing better at home, performing better in your relationships, performing better at achieving your goals, performing better at showing up for yourself, okay? Showing up and following through to look after yourself the way that you look after the other people in your life and the other things in your world, okay? You know, to me, that's the biggest piece of all of this is that you're showing yourself that not only do you care about what happens to you, okay, but you're following through on making an appointment with yourself, okay, which is really huge. I think that's half the battle, especially, you know, I always tell my clients in the, in the morning, half the battle is showing up. Half the battle is, is getting here. Half the battle is showing up for your workout on the days that you don't feel like it. This is really why we do it. We do it because we make a promise to ourselves. Okay. So performing better really is kind of this overall over encompassing, you know, benefit, if you will, better control and balance of everything in your life. And I don't care what anybody says. I will argue this with anyone till the cows come home. Okay. That the most successful people in the world are physically active. And I'm not talking about people who are six, who are successful financially. I'm not talking about who makes, who makes a million dollars. I'm not talking about who has three or four homes, you know, who has the perfect family, who has, who is always able to get what they want. I'm talking about whatever success means to you because it means something different to everybody, but the world's most successful people are physically active. And there's a reason for that. There's a correlation there that all of these things that I mentioned they function at a much higher level and they feel better on a much higher level because they're physically active and they stick with it. So the four main points, again, just to review, to wrap up the series is that functioning better literally helps, gives you a direction. And when you have a direction, I think you feel like your energy is just channeled a lot better. You know, remember function follows purpose and function always follows form. Okay. Um, the better health piece, which I would be remiss as an educator not to mention that, okay, the physical and the health benefits of being right. It's just one of those things that seems so obvious, but for so many people, it's still not enough. So that's why having that direction is so key. Point number three, the peace of mind and the calming effect, uh, the fact that our brains simply are clearer and function better. So think of it as like an, a workout for your brain too. If you don't, it, if you're not all about working out your body, think about working out your brain. That's, I mean, that, that is no accident that there is a lot going on in your brain when you're moving. Your thoughts are clearer and you're always going to come up with better ideas and you're going to be, have a more, have more peace of mind, which let's be honest in today's day and age, having peace of mind is pretty big as far as, you know, keeping us 
in the right space to do things that actually serve us, okay? Um, and this whole concept, point number four, of performing better. Better control and balance of our lives, you know? Everything, every day that matters to us is always better when we're active. The most successful people in the world are always physically active in some way. Now, are they doing all the same thing? No. Are they all going to the gym? No. Are they all, you know, taking group fitness classes and never missing a day? No, it's not about that. The fact is, is that they are finding a way to move their body and they're sticking with it even on the days that they don't want to do it. That's what keeps them successful. Okay. That is a fact. And there are so many statistics out there that will support that. So, you know, the, the key here is to find what works for you. Okay. The most successful program, the best program, the one that has the best results is the one that you're going to do. It's the one that you're going to stick with. And I want to always encourage you Reach out to me if you've got an idea on something. If you're not sure about something, if if you, you want to run something by me, drop me an email at allison at cufitness.com. That's allison with one L at cufitness.com. The letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. You're welcome to reach out to me in private message on Facebook if you want to find me there. You know, I am listed with my maiden name also on Facebook, Allison Hannah Katzkowski. Feel free to drop me a direct message. You can find me on Instagram, I'm Fit Style Gal, and I'm also on LinkedIn as well. I'm Allison Katzkowski on LinkedIn. So you're welcome to send me a message on any of those places. Use my email address, go to our website, cufitness.com, drop me a note, tell me what's going on in your world, tell me what's happening, you know, tell me how we can help you. Tell me how we can help you find your direction, you know, and find the purpose that really is going to help drive you because you know, our bodies are an amazing creation. Our bodies are capable of so many incredible things. And, you know, we are created to move. We're not created to sit still. We're not created to be in one place. We're created to be active. And, you know, we can do it any number of ways. There's never one perfect way to do it. So, you know, the, the best one, the best program, the best approach is the one that you're going to do, the one that you're going to stick with. And so this wraps up our four-part series that we've done on the four main motivators. Uh, today, the topic was, um, what does function better mean? Um, and I gave you those four, four tidbits. So hopefully one of those you can use to apply, you know, to your own life in some way. Um, please, if you don't mind, uh, head over to my website at cufitness.com and click the podcast tab and give us a review. Give us a quick shout out. And better yet, let me know who you are. Feel free to drop me a note and say, hey, Allison, I just left you a review. I really enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much. Or I'd really like to see you address this topic or whatever. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'll send, we'll send you a little gift. So, you know, it really helps people find us. It helps us spread our message more. Um, if you can help give us, show us some love and give us a review. Pick your podcast platform of choice. We're on 13 different platforms. Usually the Apple one is the best for reviews. So don't hesitate to do that. Um, we would surely appreciate it. Um, and if you're also not yet in my private Facebook group, please come over and join me there, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Um, and it, like I said, if you're on Instagram, please find me over there and follow me over there because I'm always talking um, about the similar topics over there as well. Thank you again so much for all of your support of this show. Uh, we are so excited that we are almost at our second birthday. Um, last week, we celebrated 100 episodes on the air. 
and I could not do it without you. So please feel free to help us continue to share our message. Um, Feel free to share this episode with a friend if you think they need to hear it and it would be beneficial. Um, And please continue to come over and see what we have going on. Um, It sure means a lot to me. And uh, I just want you to know how incredibly grateful I am um, for everything. I I never, ever want a week to go by where I don't tell you that because you guys are the best. So thank you again for checking out The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. This is Allison Katzkowski. You were one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.